This Family Life News Podcast is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Welcome back to another edition of Capital Connection. Fridays during the Noon Report, we give you direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues at the state capitals. They are, as always, Jason McGuire at New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms and Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. Gentlemen, much to discuss this week. As always, Jason, I want to start with you. New York has until February 28th to adopt new congressional maps for this year's election. What kind of map uh, do you think uh, the independent redistricting commission is going to come up with, Jason? And and how is that going to upset the proverbial apple card in this all-important presidential election? Yeah, that's really the conversation in Albany these days. Redistricting is supposed to occur every 10 years. Now it looks like it's going to happen about every year until we get this thing uh, figured out. Multiple primaries are likely heading our way because of the uh, tardiness of getting these maps to the legislature. But I don't expect there will be a lot of major changes. Uh, too many major changes are made. I think we'll be right back in court, and I don't think that the Democrats would like to see another court-ordered map that could hurt them even deeper in the election year. Michael, Governor Shapiro took the wraps off a more than $48 billion state budget proposal on Tuesday. Big headline, of course, recreational adult use marijuana. He is all in on this one. Marijuana is a money maker, says Governor Shapiro. Why is he wrong, in your opinion, when it comes to this issue? You know, uh, he spoke for over an hour and a half, 11,000 words, and marijuana was one of the key things that he talked about and the money that he thinks it will bring in. You know, a study was done in in Colorado, which was one of the first states to legalize recreational marijuana, and they found for every dollar that is brought in in tax dollars, more than four and a half dollars are spent to deal with all of the social issues and crime and traffic issues and DUI and all of the things that come with it. People think about legalizing marijuana. They think, oh, oh, we'll stop arresting people for possession or for having a joint in their pocket or something. This is the commercial sale of marijuana, meaning that there'll be stores and the government profiting and pushing it and the products that will be sold are aimed at addicting children. Jason, thought it was interesting. There was a story this week out of Ulster County, a doctor from Arizona facing uh, charges for violating New York's ban on doctor-assisted suicide. The State Bar Association came out recently in support of doctor-assisted suicide. They're calling it medical aid in dying, but it's the same thing. How will that endorsement from the Bar Association influence the legislation? And more importantly, why do you think Christians need to oppose physician-assisted suicide. Yeah, I can't deny that the uh, State Bar Association is very influential in Albany, and many folks will look to that endorsement as permission to move forward on the issue of assisted suicide, but they shouldn't. I would say that why we should oppose assisted suicide is at its core, it denies the dignity, the intrinsic value of the individual who's created the image of God. There are also secular reasons to oppose it. 80% of the cost of a person health care comes in the final six months of their life. It's not by accident that assisted suicide is allowed at that final six months. Hmm. Uh, what begins as a, an opportunity for someone who says they would like to have personal autonomy quickly becomes then 
a duty to die for many individuals. Michael, last year, Pennsylvania distributed some $7 million to over 70 crisis pregnancy centers that uh, make up what they call the Real Alternatives Network. That funding stream ended on December 31st when Governor Shapiro announced he was no longer subsidizing pro-life causes. This ends three decades of funding for these organizations. What is going to happen to these clinics in Pennsylvania? And in the budget speech, there's no inclusion of that funding going forward. Planned Parenthood's president was on social media yesterday celebrating the end of three decades of that alternatives to abortion funding. And those cuts will hurt those centers that have taken those funds in the past. But uh, in speaking with the leaders of pregnancy centers around the state, they see this as an opportunity for the pro-life community to step up with giving of their time, treasure, and talents to fill the gap and to show the great work these centers are doing for women, babies, dads, and their communities. Jason, there was a slew of transgender issues in the news this week. First one out of Buffalo, 32-year-old dad losing custody rights of his child because he questioned the gender reassignment of his own nine-year-old son. Then there was a mother in Skinny Atlas who's suing her local school after officials there treated her 12-year-old daughter like she was a boy behind her back. What recourse is there for parents to fight back against the growing influence of the transgender movement? Well, there are a number of things that parents can do. And first and foremost, I think we have to remind parents that they are the primary people responsible for the rearing of their children. So I applaud parents who are speaking out, uh, such as the dad in Buffalo and the mom in Skinny Atlas, who's actually going to court to defend that right. One of the things we have been missing in New York are parents willing to take legal action to protect their rights to defend their children. And I'm glad these folks are, are doing so. Gotcha. When we're talking about family matters, Michael, I want to play a soundbite from a recent interview that we did with Jack Brewer, former NFL player, uh, runs the Jack Brewer Foundation. He exists to discuss this one fundamental issue, and that is the fatherlessness epidemic in America. I want to play this soundbite from Jack and then get your reaction on the other side. When I grew up, the majority of us had dads in our homes. We had coaches and mentors and teachers that actually disciplined us and not just pacified us. And we're seeing a pacified generation. We are watching the results of a fatherless nation. We have 24.1 million fatherless kids across America. These kids that you see out there running in the streets, tearing up the streets, are fatherless kids. And this is not an issue that we're going to be able to just fix with a new policy or with a new initiative or any other woke agenda. We have a real systematic issue right now in our country, and the crisis is called fatherlessness. That is Jack Brewer with the Jack Brewer Foundation, Michael. My question to you, is there anything being done at the state or local level in Pennsylvania to encourage fatherhood again in the home? Well, you know, he is such a compelling speaker. I heard him speak two or three years ago at a conference that was held by our sister organization in Iowa. And he makes such great points, and that is uh, one of the key social concerns in our society today, the issue of fatherlessness. But the way to help the whole issue of parenting and fatherhood is marriage between a man and a woman, then to re-encourage the institution of marriage to make sure that there is a mother and a father raising the children. Mothers are important, so are fathers. Jason, winter is quickly giving way to spring, and that means Legislative Day. If folks don't know what that is, that's a once a year New Yorkers gets together in Albany and they have what they call Legislative Day. Wonder what the plans are for Legislative Day 2024 in New York. Yeah, Bob, this year's event will be held 
held on Tuesday, March 12th in our state capitol. And uh, the day known as Legislative Day is really a day of action. It's, a, it's an opportunity for Christian voters, uh, New Yorkers, to come on up to the capitol and to get involved in the issues we've talked about. We believe that two of the biggest issues are ones that we've already discussed in this program. First, the issue of assisted suicide is gaining steam in Albany. We need to work on that and uh, push back against that. And the other are parents' rights. And so those will be two of the major initiatives we have this year. And the plan this year is to eliminate the costs to attend the day. It will be a free day for people to attend, but we will be focused on uh, helping Christians to understand how to actively push back against these things that are happening here in New York in our March 12th, 2024, Day of Action. Gotcha. What does it mean to be a Christian activist in 2024? We'll talk more about that on this program in the weeks ahead, uh, Jason, and you'll have more information on your website, which we'll give in a minute. But first, Michael, uh, I want to talk politics with you. Donald Trump holding a massive rally in Harrisburg today. Tens of thousands are there, we're told, a gun rights rally. Uh, Wondering, how is he polling in Pennsylvania this year compared to 2020 and 2016? Well, the latest polls here in Pennsylvania were conducted in mid-January, and one of them showed Biden with a slight lead, and the other had Trump up by a couple of points. The bottom line is it's neck and neck right now. But a big difference from 2016 to today in Pennsylvania is the early mail-in voting. Polls don't elect anyone. It's votes that do, and a lot of it's going to have to do with who is able to turn out the early votes here in Pennsylvania. All right, it's the way elections are done nowadays, early voting. Uh, That train has left the station, as they say. Hey, we've been a lot of places this week, guys. If you want more information about Legislative Day 2024, Jason, I know you're going to be talking about that soon on your website. Where can folks learn more? NewYorkFamilies.org. And stay involved on all the issues in Pennsylvania, why marijuana legalization is a bad move. Uh, Michael, you're writing about that as well. Where can folks find you? PAFamily.org. Thank you for listening to this Family Life News Podcast. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, please share it with others and click the subscribe button to automatically receive future episodes. Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Podcasts like this are made possible by your financial partnership. Find out more at familylife.org.